Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma Let You, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, everybody? It's I'ma Let You Finish podcast on the Pantheon Network. And it is your host, Court and Amy. It is show 97. 97. And, That's uh, my we, temperature a lot of times when I go to And we feel 97 like, this morning. <laughs> There's been no 96. coffee yet. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, I, oh, oh, no. We're on third cup here. What are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, okay. I'm all about the coffee. We love coffee. Coffee's a great mm-hmm. thing. The Republicans banned coffee. That's it. I'm going to be done. Yeah, with them. I mean, you know, well, black coffee, they will. They'll be like, we yeah. don't like that one. <laughs> no, no. They'll ban coffee with milk because they don't want interracial shit. Going on. <laughs> and then there's that, right? There's too much white in this coffee. There's too much black in this white. You know, we want you know black what? coffee separate and, it, and white coffee And then coffee they're going to be like, you know what? It's bad. Everybody drink tea. We're a tea society. No, but tea yeah. is from China. We can't uh, have that either. Right. Okay. Mountain Dew. Mountain right. Dew for everybody. Right. Mountain uh, Dew. Mountain Dew, new coffee flavor. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, meth Listen, flavored. I told you, honey, if men could get pregnant... Y'all wouldn't have to worry about abortions, honey. It would come in a soda. It'd be like, I'd like the... Well, um... I, I, I've, I've said this before. That, that's how women <laughs> used to give themselves abortions. It'd be like, I'd like the orange soda. What? Which brand? Uh, the abortion brand? Because it would come in a soda, bitch. You'd be able to go to the store, get a soda, mm-hmm. and urinate it out. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But that's a whole other show for a whole other time. So, what happened this week? Any, any goings on? Well, first of all... Let's just say this, everyone. Someone, we've uh, been doing some shows, and the shows will go on. We're going to have, you know, a, a really good guest with me doing an interview soon because someone is abandoning this show this week. Yes, to go yes, I'm ju- on. I'm joining the Foreign Legion on their Chevy, on their see- Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> European vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a family, with somebody else's family. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna see. Courtney's just gonna go down the street and grab any random hey, white I'm girl honey, he can find. And in I'm, Harlem now, there's a big choice. I mean, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, you, hey, you with you the really, straw hat yeah, and the Puta Maya really, skirt. Would you like to come in and do this show? Are, are the kids wearing Puta Maya skirts? <laughs> I mean, you know, because I mean, we wore that shit back in the '70s. It's everything. It's everything. Thing that uh, I should have uh-huh. said everything from high school. Everything uh-huh. from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Shit, I am going everything away. from when I'm in high school is back now. Like that no, whole everything. 80s look is all I'm seeing these kids. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm alive long enough to see how I used yeah. to dress back. Okay, everything. got it. 
Yeah, the only thing that's consistent is the Jody Watley hoops. That's all I is consistent with. But anyway, yes, I am going away, hopefully, unless, you know, I get to the airport and they realize I have overdue library books and they don't let me out of the country. <laughs> Actually, there's no such thing as overdue library books anymore because you don't have to pay a fine. Wee! So, right. yes, I'm going. I will I will check in with you. <laughs> I will check in. Maybe we can have, I can be the foreign correspondent from the right. Balkans. So, <laughs> hi, I'm in a country... I am in a country. All right, coffee goes down. I am going to a country. I'm going to a couple countries, but I am going to one country that when I went on my credit card thing, you know, to let them know that I'm traveling someplace, mm-hmm. and I scroll down because you're right. All right, I'm going here. Check. All right, mm-hmm. I'm also going here, and no such country exists. <laughs> it's not a real country. It's not. It on- is a country, but, but it- it's not on but the list just, of. It just doesn't exist. On the list of countries? Of credit card of credit cards. <laughs> yeah, so it is oh. a country. It's not in the EU. It's it's mm. it's like it's a country, obviously, but it's mm. not like lo- anyway, I'm going. <laughs> Bye. It's more of a state of mind. Mm. Anyway, yes, yeah, so that'll be fun. And I'm very excited and um I'm excited. So it'll be fun. And mm. you know who else was leaving this weekend again? You're gonna miss my segues. Right. You're gonna, nobody segues like me. Half the cast uh, of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, first off, I don't know why every all right, here's what happens every time. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Every time there's people leaving Saturday Night Live, people, this is a chance for everybody to go, oh, the show sucks. The show sucked for years. Okay, great. Right. You're watching it, obviously, if you're saying the show sucks. And then everybody acts like it's the end of the world. People leave their jobs all the time. All the time. And we've the show's been on for 47 years. We've seen everybody gets to the point where, you know, you've done the characters for eight years. Some of them, yeah. the people are all leaving here have been there between eight and like 10 to 11 years, right? Yeah, I think so it's time. been there for, like, yeah, it's a decade. It's I time. mean, for Christ's yeah. sake, yeah. in show business, a decade is a million years. So it's not like the door is banned. But anyway, so who I feel bad for, so Pete mm. Davidson, Kate McKinnick, A.D. Bryant, and then some other guy. Kyle who's Mooney, guy? who's yeah, great. Yeah, nobody even, everybody left him out. I mean, and it was <laughs> like, well, they just kind of mentioned him only because yeah. I think he, even though he was a main player, he was really like the character actor of the main players right. who did all these little things that didn't have that one real character that got established. So he didn't get a send-off. I'm like, well, if you're going to give all of the people who are leaving a send-off, Find a way to at least give Kyle something. Well, they never used to do send-offs. It used to just be you left. They started doing that with Kristen Wiig, and they made the whole Mm -hmm. big production number with Mick Jagger and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. So they did. um, I don't watch the show in real time. I watch it. I I will say that Kate McKinnon, I think, is just a a force. And I think that Mm -hmm. it'll be very interesting to see. I like A.D. Bryan a lot. I know we go Mm -hmm. back and forth about Pete Davidson, but he... He, I think, hey, he's having a moment. You know, he's got movies booked. He's got a comedy tours book. Can't stay forever. He's got a movie coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got a sick. I mean, a sitcom. He's playing Joey Ramone, I believe, in the Ramones Mm -hmm. biopic, which is an interesting choice. Um, I'm not mad at him, and I thought that his goodbye. I mean, it was. It's he's he is. There are many things you can say about him. Insincere and fake is not one of them. He is what he is. Right. Um, I thought that A. Bryant's, I thought that was a great send-off. I thought Kristen Wiig's, I mean, so it was nice. It was very nice. Life goes on. We'll start next season, and people can start complaining about shit all over again. Hey, so. I'm always ready to see new talent. It's like I make jokes with my friends when we were watching like the last major war shows, the Grammys. And we were both like, all right, look at all these newer people and the younger people. And he was like, I don't really know who any of these people are. And I said, that's kind of actually a good thing at this point. It's well, like, we got to have the new crop because it it can't just be the same people making the same shit. It's like, it's it's time for that cycle of these hey, new young artists. Yeah. There's no excuse not to know who somebody, I'm not saying, but you can just Google them. There they are. And then okay, you don't have to no, like them. No, that's not true. I'm talking about if we're sitting in real time watching a red carpet and you're seeing a bunch of people go by, you're not sitting yeah. on your computer Googling everybody when they're like, this is new, da, 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 da. You're like, I don't know who that is. You know what I mean? And honestly, they're young and uh, most of my friends are, are grown and the yeah, people who still culture. work in music know yeah. who some of these people are because that's, part of the business and, the, and shit but you know people know the songs like i have a friend who loves doja cat 
but he didn't realize that he loved her because all of these songs that he would hear, he knew the lyrics being out and knows could sing them, but he'd be like, who sings this? And I'd be like, Doja Cat. And he was like, oh, I think I really like her. I always like these songs. And that's because now, especially with our age, right? We're not going to sit on our phones like young kids and watch videos on YouTube all day. And maybe if there was still like a real MTV presence with playing videos 24-7, I would probably stop on that channel and be like, oh, put it on for a little bit and watch some music videos. But now, because of the show, I try to watch everything and I'm still on a lot of promo lists, so I get a lot of music. But I could definitely understand where now so many of these people also kind of are giving the same vein of a look that you might look at that person and be like, is that this one or that well, one? Well, that's like, not, yeah, that's the, I mean, that's a whole, yeah. we could do a whole show. Yeah. That, that, that's the fact that they're all using the same producers. They're all using the same stylist. They're all doing, and also they all switch it up. But I am a big fan of Shazam. I just sit there and yeah. Shazam something, mm-hmm. when I'm, especially when I'm watching movies mm-hmm. or, um, you know, TV shows because the soundtracks are so good. I Shazam, yeah. I Shazam my ass up a, a thing. Well, speaking of someone that everyone knows at this mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. I mean, I keep, I mean, I'm not the only one to say it obviously but this is i mean this is harry styles race to lose at this point yeah it's his he is doing everything right so his new album harry's house came in no sorry it's not named after the Joni mitchell song but it's named after something very strange and obscure and i've never heard of it and i'm sorry i don't think that's what it's really named of i think a publicist came up with that because well i heard him say that he called it harry's house because he started recording the record at home in his home studio during the pandemic giving another he's he's saying something else well because he said it was supposed to be a literally i just saw him say this last week he said it was originally this record was supposed to be almost more when he started it a more of a acoustic-y trying to tell his story softer record and evolved into this but listen it's a great it's a great album i can't i will give credit where credit is good i really enjoy it i actually think it's great i think it's better than good i was really surprised this is you know this is how the third album is supposed to go right listen i this has just been my my sort of experience with with album trajectory with an artist, especially one that that can be big or has an expectation on one who was in the group. The first album is always, you you have to make a declarative statement of how you're different than your group and you need to have hits, right? Hits, that's the most important thing. So he got that with the first one. And it was cool. And I, when I saw them that time, remember, I, I would say to you, yeah, it's cool. And I like the music, but it seems very like English male rock star 101 book with the bespoke suits and the hair and all of that. So then yeah, that's how I felt about I the album think, one. Yeah, yeah. And then so we get to second to, to the second album. Finally. And it was a little more freer. And the second album is always you've got something to prove that you're not a fluke who can have a hit with one album coming out of a group. You can, you're not going to have the sophomore slump. He did that. He won his Grammy. The third album, when you get to it, is always when artists start realizing, okay, I've had the success. You can really start making more of an artistic statement and really saying some things. And it's always a super important album. Like, third album for Beyonce was I Am Sasha Fierce, right? It was a, that was a big moment of really putting her foot down onto the world pop landscape. And this for Harry to me feels like a big foot down to say, I am not a fluke. And you're really starting to see who he is as an artist. And it's really being realized on another level. And so I like that. That's really funny because the major criticism of this record, and it's Mm -hmm. getting rave reviews, is that he's an enigma. That's mm-hmm. the major criticism that it's musically great. He sounds great. The songs are great, but he is still who is he? And but I don't know what whether you want it's from your rock stars. No, right? no, that's not what I want from my rock stars. I do. I feel like I feel like these. And he's not like a rock yeah. star. Well, to me, he a he's star. a pop star. He's a pop star. Yeah, but it's the fine. same pop rock. It's the same thing. Like it's, it, but that's the same thing as saying then these people don't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's not rock and roll, right? No, like, no, no, it, no, no, no. It goes on that same thing because if you say a rock star, you know what I mean. I didn't say he's a rock musician, but right. you know he does play. He does. He does play that pop rock line. He does. And yeah, if you yeah. think about today, who to compare it to? Who would be that big? 
there's nobody right now. Right. Really. But what I'm just saying, it's just interesting <laughs> that that is the only criticism I've read of this record that that you're still he's still playing fast and loose with who he is. And and honestly, Which is his great. life is his life is much more public than it used to be. He's got a high mm-hmm. profile relationship. I I mean, this record, I mean, I think it's very good. It's musically I was kind of surprised. Somebody said, "Has anyone thinking Jamiroquai when they listen to this record?" And there is that kind of funk-ish kind of thing <clears throat> excuse me um music like i said musically is great how much of a hand he has in the songwriting i'm assuming he has a fairly significant yeah, hand in the songwriting mm-hmm. he's vocally Absolutely. vocally mm-hmm. on point uh, i've gone on we've gone on as it was is about as perfect a pop single as you can get and it's interesting it sounds like nothing else on the record which i like i like about him um yeah, I mean, I just, I just think it's a very, it's very much a, I'm a serious artist, but without being like super, super serious. I think it has cross generational appeal. It has, um, I don't think he really clocks in urban, but that's fine. Who cares? No, um, he's that's just, not he his thing. To, that's not his lane. But it's a yeah, very, you know. a very, it's you can tell he's living in the United States, and that's not a bad thing. But you can tell he's living in the United States, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we have a sensibility. There's a sensibility to it. But anyway, I mean, that's what I feel. But I think it is really good. I have to go more into it, but I think it is really good. And I think, yeah, it does It does make people realize that you can be – I mean, it's sort of like when Justin Timberlake left NSYNC and had to prove himself, except that Harry Absolutely. Styles is not, a, is not a racist dick. And I'm going to say – you know, or an idiot. Okay, not racist, just a dick. How's that? He's not a dick. So I think he will have more of a longevity because I think he, there's no chinks in the armor yet, you know? And listen, and when and he's people better, try to make he's that, so much better looking than And Justin when people Taylor. try to make that kind of criticism about him being an enigma, that's great. The problem is everybody has gotten so used to his social media feeling like they should know everything about their stars. And I honestly believe that takes away some of the magic in the shine. Stop showing everybody everything. Stop giving them the formula. Mean. Well, no, but this is what I'm saying. He's 20-something years old. It's like 20, when you meet yeah. anybody, right, you don't get every side of them. He has so much. You have to let somebody have sides, time to grow, and give you different sides of them with different albums as they grow. It's like anybody, even like the, if you meet the person who wrote that down as an article, you're not going to – I wouldn't it's know several. every side of that person. Yeah, well, you it's know. A, it's the oh, – I'm speaking from – I'm not no, saying I'm it's just, a bad I'm just, thing. I'm not. I would like to just finish my opinion on it. Then you would know what I was trying to say on it is that I don't care to have to. First of all, I like people being an enigma. We don't need to know everything about somebody. How about, my thing is this. Is the music really good? Is it written really well? Is it produced really well? Can he perform it really well? And the answer to all of those is yes. I never watched those dumb Today Show performances since I've had to do one years ago You know, with artists. But I watched his and I was sitting there like, if I fell up on some tickets to Madison Square Garden, I feel like I would be dancing in my chair, even if I didn't know the lyrics, because you, you're, I just think, you know, listen, I'm not a screaming stan, but I am, he's made me a fan with this record. Like I, I enjoyed the other records and I would listen to each of them once and I was like, okay, I get it. But this one, I'm like, oh, Okay. You have my attention with this, and I like it. Right, and I know you I like mean- it. Listen, he opened up with fucking songs, music for a sushi restaurant. Who writes okay. a song called Music for a Sushi Restaurant? I don't know. But me and Alba were both like, bitch, music for a sushi restaurant. <laughs> it's like, I'm in what love I, with this. <laughs> what I meant by an enigma, what I meant mm-hmm. by an enigma, and I'm talking about what critics have said, and some of mm-hmm. some of the critics whose whose opinion I do uh, do value. What I meant, I'm not talking about social media. I'm not knowing that we know every detail. No, I know. I'm just saying my opinion. But on he it. has he has fashioned himself in some ways as a singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. In some ways, he is taking influences from singer songwriters. So what they were saying is is that he is still somebody for all of his. Um, profile and all of his sweetness and all of his sort of good-natured British boy cheekiness, which is appealing, he's still somebody where you're like, who is this guy? And that's not a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just an interesting, it's an interesting thing because he has fashioned himself in some ways and referenced singer-songwriter. So that's all I'm saying. It's not necessarily my criticism, but it's interesting that the 
only criticism has been, it's a great album. He's great. Just who is this guy? Because we want, I'm not talking about social media. I don't care who he's Mm. dating. I don't care who he's sleeping with. I don't care if he does drugs. I don't care about any of that. I, what people are saying is who is the guy behind this fantastic music? So it's that's all it is. That's that's yeah, all but, it yeah, is. Yeah, no, and I and I understand that. And you don't have to explain it. I understand that. I think that that's a dumb criticism. I I think that sometimes you have to enjoy what people give you and stop looking for the thing that they haven't. And I think that that happens with a lot when I read some of the reviews and some of the critical responses to certain things. It's like instead of just enjoying what's presented then it becomes, well, what's the thing that wasn't presented? And when when an artist is young, I believe you've got years to really discover who they are. Because let's just face it, when we were all in our 20s, we thought we were one thing. And as you grow, that all expands, right? So to me, that gives it room for us to learn more about him. And, and it's a slice. critics are saying. I mean, I, critics... It's critical analysis. That's all it is. It's yes, critical analysis. It and is. It's a race, and this is my and this analysis. is my opinion, which I'm allowed no. to have like they are. I just think it's dumb to always be like, when people are like, well, who is this? What is this? And th- how about talk about the thing that you were presented? All right. We will agree. There's a difference between an opinion and critical analysis. I have Absolutely. Thank you. I understand yeah. that. And yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. using my opinion, and you're right. talking about and their you're, everybody is The thing is, everybody is right mm-hmm. on this one. I just like Especially I said, since we've seen this boy for, I mean, at this point, how many years was it One Direction around? It's like- I don't know. It's not yeah. a mystery who he is. Maybe there's nothing, maybe there's nothing deep behind all yeah, of it. Yeah, there like may be no there there. You know what I'm there. saying? There, there may, may be, be no, no there, there, there there. That's the thing. You just yeah. never know. Some people you, are just good at to take- Listen, there's so many people, and I know you know this too- who talk and you hear them in interviews and they're smart and you've met them, I've met them, you've maybe had to review a record or interview them for something. And you kind of realize when you're sitting in front of them, there's no real there there in the way that people think, you know? Because a lot of, let's just face it, a lot of the, even with Harry, we're being presented everything, right? All the time. Everything is, one, he's got a really great, carefully crafted marketing campaign. And for that, you know, I always applaud. You know how happy it makes me to see somebody have actual marketing and not marketing be forcing them to do TikToks because I just saw a story this week about Halsey and they said that um, they want to release their new single, but their label is holding them up because they don't see action on TikTok and you need to create TikToks to make TikToks. And then I've had a conversation recently with a friend over at a major label and it just, every other word was like TikTok. And I'm sitting here thinking, no one does marketing anymore. It's like, you're just waiting for a viral moment to happen to make your record happen. It's like, there's a bunch of people making hundreds of thousands a year sitting in an office and they can't come up with marketing plans. And then I see somebody like Harry and I'm like, there's a great marketing plan. Or a little Nas X. I just find it funny that all the great marketing plans and artists that I have liked for the past year have all been artists on Columbia Records. So whatever they're doing at Columbia, they clearly have a marketing division that's working really hard because they've really been putting plans together for their big artists. And let's face it, these rollouts have been great. And this rollout is great. It's yeah, great. no, I mean, he's hit all the marks on it. Like I said, so far, the only two things I find sort of troubling about him is that mm-hmm. he, he's friends with James Corden and he d- dated Kylie Jenner. But Why? Did he? Yes, for like a minute. Oh. But I guess everybody has to, you know, bang a supermodel, though she is not a supermodel. Right. She's someone who looks good in pictures. Well, Kendall's the model. He dated Kendall. No, Kendall, Kendall, Kendall. That's what I mean, mm-hmm. Kendall, Kendall. Yeah, yeah, Ky- yeah. Kyrie, he's not... Kyrie's Kyrie. I just turned her into Kyrie. <laughs> he dated <laughs> Kyrie. I'm like, he dated Kyrie. Kyrie? <laughs> yeah. Kyrie is that why Jenner. he wasn't at the game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why he's not back. I can't. I'm just whatever. All right. He dated the one, the the one. No, who but, 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 that yeah, one, Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, whatever. Like, Spell like, your name like, correctly. Like, whatever. Like right. kicka like a puna. Yeah. Yeah. I was Kyrie. <laughs> that was a weird. Not even a Freudian. Like, that's big. a that's what? hilarious. Kyrie. Kyrie. <laughs> Ky- 
Kyrie Jenner. <laughs> Kyrie Jenner, who one of her sisters will be dating soon enough. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Moving onward. <laughs> I, you know, so I just want to say one. No, one of the. I will say one thing about the Pete uh-huh. Davidson, Kim Kardashian, and then we can move on. Okay. You know what? This shuts down Mm -hmm. the bullshit about Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian and she only dates black men because last time I looked, Pete Davidson was not a black man. And Staten, and Staten Island white guy at that. And she goes it's to not Staten Calabasas. Island. Every Staten time, it's, Island. So not, it's so not Calabasas. No. <laughs> yeah, it is so not Calabasas. It's not it's even. Like, it's not oh my even. God. Yeah, you are not in Calabasas anymore once honey. you get off that mm-hmm. ferry, man. Or once you mm-hmm. get off the Verizon. <laughs> right, honey, listen. So good for her. Yay for her. All right. Listen, why don't you I'm for anybody okay. finding some happiness after madness. I'm not a fan of that family. I've told you this a million times, but I was not down for the weird public bullying shit that we saw her man doing. I'm like, um, I don't X-Men. think threatening women is yeah, I don't think threatening women is funny. Oh yeah, just that's not really a key key to me to see some yeah. man doing this. <laughs> Do they have a child named Kiki Kardashian? Because that would be really I mean, good name too. Miss Thing, I feel like they just come out every year or something. You see a new promo ad, and there's like five more of them that we don't know where they came from. You know what? God bless. It's no skin off our teeth. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, let them let them make their money. I'm, you know. All right, uh, let's talk about somebody a lot more productive, a lot cooler, and a friend of ours, but especially a very good friend of yours. You want to talk about the adorable Bevy Smith? Well, you guys, my good girlfriend and the good girlfriend of the show, Bevy Smith, had the honor of speaking at the TED conference, the really big one, the biggest one of the year that happens in Vancouver. It was a month ago, and... uh, she spoke on the main stage. She spoke on the same stage that Elon Musk spoke on, the, the main stage. And she has a mantra. First of all, she has an amazing book called Bevelations, Lessons from Our Other Month, Auntie Bestie. You need to get it. It's an amazing book. And she talks about life lessons and just how she changed her life in the middle of her life and, and making certain decisions for yourself. And it's really great. So she was asked to talk at TED, which is already amazing. And uh, TED finally put the video up on YouTube. And I really, really, really would tell you guys to go and watch it. It is, it's just a really great message about believing in yourself and not being afraid and taking a chance on yourself not being afraid to get older and aging and listening to what people tell you. And it is true. I feel like it does get greater later. And she says, I feel that in my soul. And I honestly want to thank her because she says it so much. And when we talk about it, it makes you believe it. Cause you know, I'm in my fifties now and it's, there was a time I was like, well, what does this mean? You know, I feel like the music industry career is coming to an end. They always tell you it gets harder to work and do things as you get older, but that's not true. If you can, you can, it does get greater later. And I feel like as a man who's almost 55, probably 55 this summer, I do feel that completeness of really knowing myself, knowing what I like and what I don't like, and all of these new adventures ahead of me. So it does indeed get greater later. And that is her message. And it is amazing. It is on YouTube, on, on the TED YouTube page. You really should check it out. It's only 15 minutes and you will find yourself clapping by the end. Yeah. I think getting older is overrated. In certain but parts, yeah, but you know what? I'm not saying anything bad about yeah. Bevy. Yeah. I love Bevy, but yeah. I, I, I have to tell you when people say, and this, I have a very different situation, obviously, mm-hmm. but when people, especially with women, when people say, oh, you get wisdom. I'm like, yeah, I'm with Cher with that. Yeah, I, I, wisdom in 50 cents will get me on the subway. I am wiser now. I obviously yeah. don't have to worry about things that I had to worry about before. I've raised my kid. I've mm-hmm. done. I'm knock on whatever. Do I have wood here? I'll knock on something. But, you know, I, I but I am not dissing Bevy. I want to make that very clear because what Bevy has done is wonderful. And you and mm-hmm. if you knew Bevy, you could see this was in her from jump. She's mm-hmm. always been. And I wish I had a third of her self-confidence and positivity. Mm-hmm. 
I really do. But I, you know, there is something about getting out of bed and everything hurts. (laughs) But you know, there are young people who get out of bed and everything hurts. (laughs) I'm having to like realize I bought headphones and I suddenly realized I have to get these headphones in another color, but black because I literally cannot see the dial (laughs) because it's black on black. That Mm. is really sad. But yeah, Bevy's great. I mean, she makes me, she makes me feel better about myself when I'm around her. Yep. And she is just like, uh, and it's not because she tempers it, not tempers it. She flavors the positivity with re with reality. It's not like yep. some pie in the no, sky. Right. It's crap. N- no, it's not some fantasy of ooh. She's a New Yorker. A- She's a New Yorker. And she will tell you this story. And when you watch the TED Talk, you will hear I'll and know that it, it was not, it was not easy. And she wasn't like, ooh, and I just la-di-da yeah. down the street and everything was great. You know? Yeah, she didn't just wake up like this. She worked for it. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. worked for it. So I absolutely uh, good for Bevy. Good for Bevy. All right. Speaking of <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. This is my, I don't know if this is my problem. I wish you guys could see her face. We're going to have to start doing, we're going to do video soon because it's our faces, (laughs) y'all. It's the faces that really do. Remember when people used to come, when we first started doing the show, sometimes some of our friends, because we were doing it in a studio, they would see us and people would be cracking up. They'd be like, the look on your faces when y'all do certain stories. Because certain times we're just like, we got to fucking, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. So, this is this is and I, I realized this. I was not like a hardcore punk rock person, but I was in the uh-huh. punk rock scene and I and and it was the first movement that mm-hmm. I that I chose as opposed to choosing me. You know what I mean? So right. I was super yeah, young absolutely. and I was in yeah, the yeah, scene yeah. and blah 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 blah. It was blah, a thing blah. that you I, gravitated toward and you Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I gravitated and I listened to all people. kind of music. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um and then obviously I started listening to hip hop and, and I've always been a huge fan of hip hop and, and I was lucky enough to make some semblance of a career writing about hip hop and blah, blah, blah. So, but, okay. But in my heart somewhere, mm. there is still a part of me and I have nothing against people making money as long as they're doing it in an ethical, humane mm. way. I, there's still some part of me that looks at stuff when graffiti and breakdancing and hip hop and turned is like mass marketed white people stuff. There's still part of me goes, really? Like when like, it's in like some national commercial for like a target yeah, or something. I do. I scratch yeah, my, I'm always really? glad that somebody's getting a check. Making a check. All, but then I'm always like, yeah, really? but it's all money. Good money. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's weird. Yeah, so I'm very glad I have friends who are artists and they're making a check, but then they're also doing murals for like the the developers that are driving the people out of the neighborhood. So I'm like, really? Like, really? Um, okay, all of which is to say it was uh, <laughs> Piggy Smalls. The, it was, he would have turned 50 like on Saturday, mm-hmm. right? It was the actual day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the actual so, day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... There were celebrations about the city, but particularly in Brooklyn because he's from um, Clinton Hill, which was Clinton Hill. It's not a made up thing. It was called Clinton Hill, but he called Bed Stuy Mm -hmm. because you can rhyme it better than Clinton Hill, I guess. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to Brooklyn, which is a long time ago, where he grew up on St. James and Fulton, like you just didn't go there. I mean, you just like you you went in and out very quickly. so there have been murals, it's and there have been this, and there were celebrations, and they named the street out after him. And yay, all good. That's great. He is a local hero. He did change music. But then... <laughs> the 50,000... Pick it, pick it up. <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm like... So just... <laughs> they did a special commemorative Metro card. There were only 50,000 I'm 50, sorry. I don't mean them. to be unprofessional, but it just and makes people me laugh. legit lined up for... Hours and hours um, to, and to please, buy. And please add car. that it was the hottest day of the year so far. It was like oh ninety God, was something really degrees. Yeah, yeah, no, it was really it was hot perfect. out of nowhere. So it's hot no, and humid. It's really great. I love it. You see, I'm tan from sitting outside. Yeah, but to stand out in the sun. And then I know, when, and and it, and it was Amy's train station. So when she's, I'm on the phone with her, and I was like. Oh, it can't be that bad. And, you know, you know, they're kids. She was like, these Down are kids on this block. line. And she was like, these are kids. These are <laughs> these grown. She's like, this is a grown people <laughs> on this line waiting for a Metro right. card. Yeah, these are grown people on this line. And again, yay, commemorative, whatever. But my first thing, and I guess this is where the, the secret little punk rock in me comes out. I'm like, they do know they're lining up to give money to the MTA. Right. And if you're a New Yorker, there is no agency you hate more 
Am I right? The NTA. We hate the No one. You cannot say. Have you ever heard anybody say anything positive about the MTA? Any. Only when we had Train Daddy, and then remember Cuomo oh, ran him out of here. I met Train. I told you, I met Train Daddy. You met Train Daddy, yeah, yeah. On the train, and I accosted him, of course, because that's how I roll. I accosted mm-hmm. him, and I went, "Are you?" And he's wearing a name tag, of course. And he was lovely. I did love Train Daddy, but yeah, and mm-hmm. nobody likes the subway. It's a necessary evil. It costs too much. It's this. It's that. Whatever. So it, it was just the idea of people. And then in the subway stations themselves, it was like the C train on Clinton, Washington, the A train on Fulton, which is his neighborhood. And then I think the C on Lafayette. And and the the G G train, the G at Clinton, Washington as well. The G at Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But maybe, maybe, uh, oh, yeah, that's what it was. But, and then they had these shots of what was, all right, so you had the lines outside, but then in the station itself, there were like 9 million people. Mm-hmm. In the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> everybody wants to be able to say, "Look, I got it," and everybody they, everybody needs their Instagram to be lit. Look, I got that's one. That's what it is. That's oh, totally. uh, that's exactly what it is to be yeah. able to say on their Instagram, "Look, I got it." Now, what do you do with it? Well, I don't know, but I got it. <laughs> right. I'm like, going to. We are like one nation under a FOMO. That's all. Look at me. I mean, look at me. <laughs> And I understand that it was really exciting because they used that never before seen Baron Claiborne photo. Is he photo, getting which a check? We off love. This, please. Oh, is he cl- getting- you know he has good, to. Like, good, you know, good, you good, know, good. As much good. as that image is licensed out and used, All right, you good. know there's yeah. like, please, no yeah, way. Baron Claiborne is no dummy. So good. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. I just laughed. I was walking back from the library. I mean, they lit up the inspiration. They lit up the Empire State Building with the colors, with his colors. Yes, that his, night. Wait, wait a minute. Does Biggie have from, colors? From, are, from that photo, the red oh. with the gold. It had the crown going around the top of the steeplechase situation. Well, we do have Mayor Swaggy now. I mean, we got Swagger. Yeah, we, we, got have Mayor Swagger. Swagger. we have Mayor Swaggy. We got Mayor Swaggy, who I'm looking at him like, we'll get to him at the end. <laughs> we have, yeah, we have we a little message we, we from Mayor. We don't. We have message from Mayor Swagger. We yeah. New York needs Swagger. It's like actually, that's not what we need right now. We, that, actually, there's a we list don't need of what Swagger. We need. Yeah, we we could do it without some swagger. We don't need swagger. It's mm-hmm. like saying New Yorkers need defensive tactics. No, we don't. Right. Need, we it's got like enough fi- swagger. How yeah. about we need you to fix some shit? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. What I we don't need, need swagger. I, I don't need swagger. But anyway, it was just funny, and I was walking down the street, and I was like, they do know it's EMTA. But hey, I have a Gangstar Metro card from like a million mm-hmm. years, and I just saved it, and it's cute, and it's fine, and yay, mm-hmm. yay for the kids. And mm-hmm. this is in the. They also had the Bowie Metro card a while back mm-hmm. that they only sold at his subway stop. They had the um, Supreme Metro card that they only right. sold down in Soho. They on Lafayette, on the Broadway chaos. Lafayette stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chaos. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that people have nothing better to do on a Saturday. But yay, hip-hop, that underground music that nobody listens. Hip-hop, hooray, hip-hop, hooray, 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 <laughs> Could you imagine? It was like like her come her her last album. But first day was the Pet Shop Boys disco album results, which I you are a certain type of gay if you love that album because it's, it's horrible. Great, it's, it's, it's horrible no, and yeah. fierce. No, it's horrible and fierce at the same. It's one of those records that's yeah. absolutely fucking both, right? So could you imagine her coming back with hip hop beats now and with her cigarette daily like zhu zhu be doing and then be- have a- <laughs> I'm going to make a really bad joke. It would be hip hop. It would be hip hop replacement. Exactly. Very that. Liza. Hip replacement. Liza. Hip replacement hop. Liza at the underground. Hip re- yeah. No, I like. What's the big single of that Liza record? The Pet well, Shop Boys. It was great. Well, losing my big, mind, right? Losing. There was losing my mind. Great song, well, it was a complete flop in the U.S., but in Europe, where it did where, where you, yeah, yeah, losing my mind. Then don't drop bombs. Then a oh. remake of Yvonne Elliman's Love Pains, and yeah, then Rent. 
Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Listen, I love me some ridiculousness and Liza and Pet. Well, she can sing. I, well, and I just found a way to get Pet Shop Boys in a show because we hadn't been talking about them so long, and they produced that record. So yeah, that was my Pet yeah, Shop Boy. We could just, I could just, we could do a whole show where we just say Pet Shop Boys over and right, over all and over again. again for the whole time. Right? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> we could, you know, it's really funny, and, and then we'll move on really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. I was uh, waxing crushed like and i kind of over exaggerated i mean you know he's Mm. cute but i mean he is 12 years old about Mm. harry styles and my friend sharon said is he your new brian ferry i went there will never be a replacement (laughs) for brian ferry brian ferry Mm -hmm. is the is the uber though his right i don't even want to talk about brian ferry's new music because it's just going to depress me let's talk about rihanna and asap rocky had a baby yay yay good I'm all for babies. Pe- people who can afford to have babies should have babies. That's good. And people, and people who, who, want who can't to have afford babies, babies should have who, babies. And people who make the decision to have a baby and have their baby right. should have a baby. Make the decision to have a baby. And I think she's great. I have no, I've never had any qualms with Rihanna on any conceivable level. I think she's doing, has always done it exactly right. She's always made great choices stylistically, musically, politically. I, I I think she's great, and if she never makes I another record this. again, it's fine. You know, she yeah. has a record done, I believe, from what I've heard. There's a record. I um I and, and I kind of think that she she might surprise everybody and just drop this record, and it's probably filmed some stuff way before. You know what I mean? To come out in the summer. Listen, we love Rihanna. Rihanna's great. Happy yeah. for her. She's always yeah, talked about wanting A$AP to be a mom. Rocky too. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I, I know he's problematic, but him. she's got enough money to right. raise the kid on her own, and mm-hmm. so be it. I, like I said, I've always been of the philosophy that all women are single mothers. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, even mm-hmm. if you have a supportive partner, but yay, I'm happy. Happy babies are good. Babies are great. Yay, babies. So, and I bet it's cute as all get out. It's a boy, mm-hmm. right? It's a boy baby. It's a boy. I love that she has not given out a name or put out of not felt not, pressure right? to put yeah. out any pictures or any yeah, of that. She doesn't know? have to well, do Well, these days every, she wants. but these days everybody feels like they have a right to you're supposed to tell them everything, you know? It's weird. Well, weird, you weird, don't weird. have to buy into it. Some artists decide to do uh photo shoots um with their twins or their first mm. child and no you don't have to do that it's a way of mm. preempting the tabloids yeah it is it's a way of kind Which of means like, eventually i'll take control she will, of it well, eventually control of she it. will release one so that takes the bounty off the head you know what i mean yeah i love i think she's great though so yay for her mm-hmm. um why don't we talk about bernard Wright real quick and then i can talk about the carlin doc so i'm really ashamed why to didn't say i know that that I did not know that he was Roberta Flack's son. He's not because he's not. Why would people? Because when people were because saying that's that, an I was urban like, man. I was like, that I've was a, never heard that. Yeah. That doesn't make yeah. sense to me. That no, I would means, not know. Yeah, that. exactly. I, because I he's like, not. What? Thank no, you. No, he's because that yeah, sounds. He's so, not. And, and when a friend of mine called me, who's a journalist, and we were both like. I've never heard. Have you ever? She's like, did you ever hear this? I was like, never. No, he's I don't not. know why I'm hearing it today. I was like, it's Is an that urban true? myth that. Right was never disproved because nobody ever came out and said no, because it, it would seem like, why would I have to deny a negative? You know, right. it's like, right. he is not Roberta Flack's son. He's related to his parents who are just people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mr. And Mrs. Wright. Right. Um, okay. I'm really, we're, we're kind of laughing. I'm really ashamed to say that I knew the name. I knew the name Bernard Wright, who was a, a really influential because he was sampled so much, but influential mm. funk R and B. I knew the name, and I didn't a hundred percent know his know his music. And I know you probably know his music. I'm a little embarrassed to say that that I didn't well, quite know. Well, the who thing who is, was. his biggest hit was really you know, "Who Do You Love, Girl? I'm in Love with You." Oh, you. so because he oh, only had that's really, him. That's him. Yes. Mm, okay. Who okay. do you love, girl? I'm in love okay. with you. Are oh, you for sure? Sure. It's a oh, me. okay. Got um, it. Got it. Got it. That was his one big hit. So okay. I think because. Even and that's one that's actually gone through the generations, right? So people still know that song, but I don't, a lot of people didn't make, like you said, didn't make the correlation between the name and that song because mm-hmm. unless you were in really uh, personal, listen to a lot of funk or to that genre and dig in, you probably wouldn't have known him. Which is why I kind of came and you notice all of the, the the pieces about him. Everybody just clipped that song, you know. They kind of reduced him to that. And another one, one Hagab. 
he was sampled a lot though. He was somebody mm. that producers were very hip to and mm. he was sampled a lot, right? Yeah. So he was yes. and was he a session player as well? Was he I one of these so, guys? Yes. Who, mm-hmm. But native New Yorker from Queens, died very young. Um, in his 50s. Yeah, which is when we're at our age. Yeah. That's very young. Yeah. But it's sad. I mean, uh, what, had he been active lately or was he just somebody? I'm not even sure. Yeah, like, so it's really, one of those. I hadn't, I hadn't, honestly, I hadn't heard his name in years until he In passed, a really long really. time. Yeah, yeah I, 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 really I found that about it because Vernon Reed posted something about mm-hmm. it. So I was like, okay, so obviously this guy's a musician's musician. If, yeah, you know, someone absolutely. like Vernon Reed. Um, is posted, but you know, sad, obviously. So I just wanted to mention actually two things. You're going to laugh when I say the first thing. So David Letterman has this uh, series on Netflix. Go my next. I like guest it. I, I haven't started right. this new season yet. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, mm-hmm. and they've changed it. It's no longer in front of an audience. It's it's in a two chairs sitting in the woods somewhere. Oh, they do it on the page. Yeah, he's not doing it in front of an audience anymore because of COVID, probably right. Maybe. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. If you think about when they film when they film this, because I know it the was all pre COVID. And, yeah. and the Will one was filmed way was was filmed way before the, the Oscars. Academy Awards and all. And of they that even stuff. have a disclaimer: this interview mm-hmm. was filmed before the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that because I'm not interested in Will Smith. Yeah, I've never yeah. been. I, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cardi B one is really good. Mm-hmm. It's really smart. It's really funny. He treats her seriously, and that's what mm-hmm. I appreciate him because you know damn well David Letterman is not checking for Cardi B. In terms mm-hmm. of that, but he treats her, he doesn't treat her like some like uh wind up doll. So that's really good. The Billie Eilish one is fantastic mm-hmm. because and, and it has her brother too, because you get a real sense of who that woman is. And what's the other one I watch? Oh, Julie. They're all good. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is really good. Mm-hmm. Julie Louis Dreyfus is hilarious. So it is, a, I just didn't watch a Will Smith because I don't care about him. I didn't care about him pre slap. I just. Mm-hmm. Don't like listening to Scientologists, to be honest with you. Um, but it's well done. And, and for those of you out there who wonder what an interview is, that guy is like an ace interviewer, uh, mm-hmm. David Landman. So it's fun. It's on Netflix. And then I watched the George Carlin documentary this weekend called George Carlin's American Dream, which is on HBO, I think. I think, yeah, th- yeah. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two part documentary directed by Judd Apatow. Um, Second documentary Judd Apatow has done about a comedian. The first one was about Gary Shanley. I, I can't even recommend this thing enough. I didn't even know about it until I saw it someplace. Everything that George Carlin is, was talking about 15, 20 years ago is you could it, it, he could it's just everything that he talked about is still ongoing it's talking about the evolution of him as a comic as a man as a father as a husband as a recovering it's just great so i highly i think i highly recommend it i mean it's just he's it was an important voice so it's great um, um is there anything you've been watching that you like or now that julie no. is off yeah, no, yeah, I just, no. I, oh, all right. Have you watched uh, um, the French Open has started? So, you know, my tennis is on, and I've been watching the final, the, the, the Eastern and Western, Eastern, Eastern and Western Conference finals. And even though none of my teams are playing, so I don't really have a skin in the game, I just watch it because it's sports. Is Celt- you know? Celtics in it? Or they've been yes. eliminated? No, they're in it. They're in it. It's <laughs> a damn shame. They're in it. That's a damn shame. I'm sorry. I mean, right now, the way it's looking, if everything shakes out, it looks like it'll be the Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors in the finals. Oh, okay. East Coast, West Coast. The the networks Mm -hmm. do like that. They do like an East Coast. Especially when one of them is either Boston or New York. Yeah, they love that. They love that. They remember New York. That's the 70s. But they love that shit because Boston is a major team. And honestly, I'm not a Boston fan. You know how we always feel about Boston. But that would be good for them. Like. They need yeah. that that energy for their sports situation. Blah blah. All right. Um, why do you? Why do I? Why do you <laughs> Look, New York is an ungovernable city. It always has been. A lot of what's I mean, going on in New York City mm-hmm. is not anyone's fault. It just no. is. It's not it's a clash Eric, of so many things. It's, it's not I, Eric I, Adams' I, fault. The economy sucks. I am assuming he didn't bring COVID into the country. Um, I'm just going to make crime that assumption. Crime is horrible, but crime is horrible across this entire country. Country, it country. It, it really, it is. And I think because we're so condensed, it always seems worse. We are having right. some really crazy challenges, but you know, we're in New York. 
we're a New York show with New York born and raised host. This is our town. But man, I feel like this is going to be a really impossible summer in New York. It already has that makings of it just feel you know those crazy New York summers where it just everything seems off the fucking rails. And that energy is already kind of swirling around and Maya Swaggy on TV saying all of this shit. And it's like, dude, we need more, like less TV and get to work. Less TV, sir. You got too much shit to do. You don't have time to always be available for the camera and swagging it up. be going to fundraisers in LA. (laughs) Why are you in LA? Why, what are you going to, it's one thing if you're going to LA to talk to uh, the mayor of LA, you're going to LA to hang out with, I don't know, people. Celeb- who, it was like celebrity, yeah, some weird Celebrity, shit. like, yeah. So, uh, you, look. And then I you're getting had, fucking Bill de Blasio trying to run for this new redrawn district in your neighborhood. No, he's not like, trying to run. He is running. I was actually interviewed uh, about it yesterday. So, you yeah. know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Honestly, I think de Blasio, mm-hmm. they've redistricted. He is the only one of the people running for my district that actually lives in the area that has been and represented and lives in the area. The rest of them, one is from Westchester, which is like Canada if you live in New York. And one of them, like, okay, great. Westchester, whatever. You have lawns. How are you going to represent New York? And the other woman is from Lower Manhattan, which uh, Mm -hmm. I think, I don't have any use for de Blasio, but I think he would actually make a very good congressperson because I think he's not a a governor, but you know a govern. I don't think he can do the administrative stuff. I think he'd be fine. Right. But yeah, Eric Adams um, has always been problematic. I've never had any use for him. I think he's completely full of shit. I think he exploited. Um, Stop he's being just, mean to Spoonie. She keeps trying to make an appearance. No, and you keep pushing she her was little trying head. to. You keep pushing. No, no, no. I keep trying to get a headshot, and you keep pushing her head out the. Camera. She's she's dry heaving. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Hairball moment. Got it. No, nothing comes up. I'm concerned. Oh. I'm going away and she's spoons. Mm. What's the matter? She's driving. Mm. I hope she's not turning bulimic. But nothing yeah. happens. I think she's mm. got a little let me clear my throat. Mm-hmm. <clears> throat. Yeah, so we hate Eric Adams. And so, um, yeah. I mean, every week I'm sure there'll be another nightmare. It's for just Tom another, Whit- right. It's literally like, here we go, kids. Yeah. So Google him. He's horrible. Um, all right. You want to do what you do because you do it so well? All right, guys. You know the deal. Follow us every week on the Pantheon Podcast Network where there are over 75 amazing music shows every genre. We are there on the main page as well as so many, so many amazing shows. So follow us there. Like, support. They're on Instagram. They're on Apple. We, they, they, Pantheon has a their own dedicated channel on Apple. You can find us on their own dedicated channel on Pandora. Um, and then, you know, reach us directly at Facebook at I'm going to let you finish NY. I mean, sorry, I'm going to let you finish all one word. Instagram, I'm going to let you finish NY. Twitter at Finish Ima. We still fucking hate that handle. And TikTok at I'm going to let you finish podcast. And uh, thank you for your messages, your notes, um, all of the back and forth on our posts on our Facebook and It's been fun, and we will see you next week. Well, one of us will see you next week with a special guest. Who will that be? You're going to have to wait till next week to see. And Amy will, you will actually hear her voice come back at some points during these next few weeks. From the Balkans. And and we will be back together, actually. Our first show, Funny, Back Together, really is Pride Week. So I'm going to come so back gay. You're going to come back gay and we're going to have a full I'm gonna Pride show. I'm going com- mm-hmm. to come back binary. Mm-hmm. Non-binary. Non-binary. Oh, I'm already yeah. binary. See, is, I'm sorry. I see. I don't know. Thank you. I'm like, I'm going to come back exactly as I am. <laughs> and on that note, see you next week, kids. Bye. Bye.